a.m. A lot of kids having their muck-up days at the moment as school winds up for another year, and especially the Year 12 students, given it's their last year at school. Mm. Uh, did you guys have wild muck-up days? Oh, yeah. I was so crazy. Yeah. I, like, wrote on my dress and stuff. And oh. cut it, and they had, like, shaving cream. Yeah. It was crazy. You're a psycho. <laughs> uh, Cos, what about you? No, I was always too scared that I'd get into trouble, but uh, I did spot for Stephen Haynes as he went into the teacher's staff room and put laxatives in their coffee. <laughs> but we what? never really know the outcome. Hang on, you put laxatives oh. in the teachers' That's coffee. That's hardcore. That's, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah I cool. mean, drugging the teachers is pretty <laughs> full on. Oh, I don't know. There's nothing cool about two year 12 students crushing up laxatives. I didn't want to be a part of it, but then I thought I'd get beaten oh up if gosh. I didn't help out. Cadena, <laughs> the bad streets. Oh, wow. Yeah, you gotta be careful there, mate. There's a lot going on there. Some kids do crazy things. Scotch College in Melbourne, just this week, a teacher ended up in hospital oh, no. after a clash with students. What? It just it, crazy. And there's stories about, I'm just reading a list here of crazy things from Markup Day. Uh, year 12s once put the principal's car for sale on Gumtree. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some Year 12s, this is another story, stole a live cow from a farm and put it on the second level of the English block. Oh. Yep. I hope the cow was okay there. Uh, they talked about kidnapping students, uh, drove a teacher's car into the school pool. There's another one here. Just nuts. My, we had a we had a, a, a water balloon fight <laughs> and then went back to class. At Sacred wow. Heart? Yes. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, there might have been some flour involved as well. <laughs> did you, because uh, I know what those private schools are like, before you did the water fight, did you take your blazer off? Or? <laughs> I think we might have taken our blazers off. The, I used to look at the kids who went to private school back yeah. when I was going to Kadena High and their blazers cost more than my annual school fee at Kadena. Yeah, yes. my blazer got passed down from my brother Tim and I'm a bit bigger than Tim, so it was, oh. it was quite a tight fit. (laughs) My blazer, I was glad to take it off. Uh, So we want to talk about lame, not crazy ones. We're looking for the lamest muck-up day that anyone's had. Give us a call on 131060 if you want to nominate yours. Uh, Rachel in West Richmond, what'd you get up to? Uh, So the day before our muck-up day, a group of seven boys were found drinking beer in a car park. So our muck-up day got cancelled. We could dress up as we wanted, what what we wanted to be when we grew up, and we could have lunch with the teachers, and that was it. Oh, my God. Drinking beer in the car park. We call that a Tuesday at Blackwood. (laughs) Standard procedure at Blackwood High. Teela in Manapara, what did you get up to? So we spent our year 12 muck-up day cleaning up after three girls who decided to put Honey all over everyone's lockers and down the handrail oh. and like shaving cream everywhere. Mm. Terrible. <laughs> so you spent your makeup day cleaning up someone else's mess. Yeah, great. That's, that's nowadays, of... <laughs> like kids, I mean, honey was the weapon of choice in Manopara back in those days. But yeah. like nowadays, the kids like just glue their hands to stuff. Is that <laughs> oh, what people like, do nowadays? Like extension rebellion stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, to like go to an art gallery and stick your hand to a painting. Yeah, it's like when I don't get my own way around the house now, I just glue my hand to the fridge. <laughs> Didn't you do something with sheep? Didn't you spray paint sheep or something? Uh, at Roseworthy College, like the, the last year students, uh, oh, they're a couple of animal things. They went and got about 200 sheep and then they put them in the quadrangle. And so when everyone woke up in the morning, it was just full of sheep. <laughs> Classic Roseworthy. I still don't know. I still yeah, how, yeah, the yeah. sheep ate all the roses. That was the big problem. Yeah. The sheep ate all the roses. And I still don't know how they got them in there without dogs. Right. Mm. <laughs> the, the mystery remains. <laughs> uh, let's go to Kadesha in Angle Park. Tell us about your lame muck-up day. Um, good morning. We just were going to wet the teachers. Like We didn't think it was anything crazy and we were hiding. And then 
when the teacher came through the gates, we absolutely saturated her and she just ran off crying. We just didn't understand it. Oh, no. Anyway, and it turned out she had her camera on her. Oh. So she was super upset, so we all had to buy her a new one. <laughs> so, so you spent your muck-up day collecting cash off the kids to buy yeah. a new camera for one of your teachers. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, like, I mean, you know, you do something like that and you think it's going to be funny and then the person cries and yeah, it's it feels not, awful. I mean, it, you've done something pretty horrible. <laughs> kind of takes the buzz out of it a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Kadesh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be sensible on your muck-up days. Don't go too crazy. Yeah. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Oh, do you know who's c- coming to South Australia next year? Uh, the Proclaimers. Oh, well, they've walked more than 500 would, well, miles to I, get here, I'll I'm tell you. Yeah, part of the WOMAD lineup. Uh, the, hang on, uh, WOMAD, does that work? Yeah, you can you can come along and spin a hoop no, with thanks. me, Cozzy. No, I went it's, with you about two years ago. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never step into WOMAD again. You could put Garth Brooks at Womad, though, wouldn't you? Oh, because he saw a man. <laughs> really? That's oh, not true. Have I told you the story about the you guy? Told it about yeah, yeah, no, you have. A man uh, um, pushing a hoop along, like a hula hoop. Like a, a fully grown man mm. walking with no shoes on, and I was there with my kids, yes. and he was pushing a hoop along the ground. Okay. I love okay. that. Can yeah. I just pull you up on one thing mm-hmm. there? You're in no position to criticise fully grown <laughs> men for walking with no shoes oh, on. You've right. been barefoot in some... A long way from your house. Mate, you've never seen me pushing a hoop. I tell you, the day you see me for fun pushing a hoop around South Australia, or maybe I'm maybe I'm doing a segment, the, the five best places in SA to push a hoop. There we go. Then that's, that's a the day You go, go back to the pig farm, mate. We don't want you in the media anymore. Curious, though, what do you think would be the best place well, to I was push just a hoop in South Australia? The, the Elliston Scenic Drive would be a great destination for hoop pushing. There we go. One. Another one. Is it a hill? You need a hill. Uh, yeah, there are. If there's Should you parts. lose your hoop Ooh. on a hill? I think. Uh, I what think about coming down Devil's Elbow there in the, in the oh, hills? Dear, what if, what if that was your, your first hoop wishing <laughs> and you thought oh, I'll, I'll leave from Handorf and I have a couple of pints oh, first? Oh no, you idiot! And then I'll hoop what push. You, you can't first push first hoop push around. Devil's there Elbow. it goes through the tunnel. You start on the flat. Oh gosh! I'd be down the beach. I'd yeah. be down Henley Beach. I reckon that's no, a gro- your hoop would get bogged in the sand. No, no, no. on the Esplanade. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can Sorry. look. At the Mark, beach. You know, full rookie drive, full drive hoop. You put a big grip on your hoop <laughs> so you can roll it on the beach. I tell you, where I'd go. I'd go to like Saturday morning. Yeah. I'd put the hoop on top of the car, tied down with some oki straps, and yeah. head straight to um, Waterfall Gully. And I'd push my hoop up because there are so many hot hoops there going up that stretch of hill on a Saturday morning. Holy yeah. smoke, it's worth getting fit. I reckon this has got legs. Yeah. It could be a hoop dating service. People who are into hoops. What if the guy that went to WOMAD with his hoop, who I have spoke about quite extensively. Yeah, I'd show. like to, next year I'm going to find him. i got a photo of him. I, I, I kept it. <laughs> oh, it's probably he had a goatee and he was wearing hemp. Mm. He was wearing hemp. <laughs> I don't think he was just wearing hemp, <laughs> I'll just say as well. I'm, I'm sniffing the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Hosted by Claire Hooper. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Beck, Cosie and Limo for breakfast. Beck's A New York restaurateur outed James Corden uh, for being uh, a tiny cretin of a man, he says uh, in an Instagram uh, post, and the most abusive customer to my Balthazar service since the restaurant opened 25 years ago, basically saying he was banned from his restaurant. Uh, On the first occasion, uh, he reported finding a hair in his meal, but he ate the whole meal before reporting it (laughs) uh, and then demanded free drinks. And on a second occasion, he was horrified because his wife ordered an egg yolk omelette 
and found that there was a little bit of egg white oh, no. mixed in with the Ooh. egg yolk. Uh, so it was sent back and he then um, abused the staff. Plot twist. James Corden uh, then apologised, obviously, because this went viral, mm. and uh, his apology has been accepted and he's welcome back. James Corden, of course, famous for couple karaoke, most recently going on a flight with uh, Tom Cruise. That was absolutely outrageous. That's incredible. You can be my, my wingman anytime. I could be your wingman? Yeah, anytime. Do you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what prompted the Balthazar guy to post that in the first place? Do we know? Uh, well, he just had two managers report. So perhaps the second one was the most recent one. And he went, right, uh, I'm outing this guy yeah, uh, right. and his band. Um, uh, but- and then I noticed Ryanair, the airline, mm-hmm. uh, they've banned James Corden now. <laughs> oh. But I think they did it for a publicity stunt. Oh. And it's, it's worked a treat. But they just did a social media post saying James Corden now banned from all Ryanair flights. Trust me, James Corden is not flying Ryanair. James <laughs> Corden's going just fine. Anyway, yeah. uh, he's yeah. apparently allowed back there after after an apology. I, I do believe- You know what he should do if he's really got a sense of occasion about himself, James Corden? He should walk in on his first night there, abuse staff really Absolutely. loudly. No, he should yeah. book out the restaurant and make it up to them. Really? Or is it more funny just to walk in and push someone over? <laughs> Make a statement. No, I don't know. Our wait staff have been through enough. Do you remember yeah. when you were a kid and you used to push people over? <laughs> like, well, Seriously, as an adult, I can't tell you when I last pushed someone over. As a little kid, oh, I was often pushed over. Well, let's hope you're not pushing people over as an adult. No. The one I remember from school is where someone would walk up behind someone and crouch down behind them. Yeah. And then someone else would push the person and they'd fall over because wow. there's someone kneeling down oh. behind them. God, there's so much effort I mean, that goes into I do remember yeah. dacking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dacking. I mean, like the shame of being dacked. We were that scared oh, yeah. in Kanina. Your pant would have to be super tight, <laughs> more tighter than you'd have otherwise like it, through fear of being dacked. Your mum would bring pants over you to try and you go, I can't wear these, I'll be dacked. Don't ever go out in tracksuit pants. That was... I mean, if it was a double dacking, if what? you lose that jocks as well. I mean, oh, you never recover from that. Because yeah. if your genitals are exposed at <laughs> school, oh, that oh, is Lord. very hard to get a prom date <laughs> no, yeah, from no, there. And that can happen in primary school. <laughs> that's the other one is, remember when you're walking along and some bugger behind you, like swung their foot across to clip yours so your two feet clipped together and you oh. fell over. Gosh, childhood's cruel. <laughs> what about the Chinese burn? Oh, oh yeah. God, school's horrific, isn't it? <laughs> what, about, what about the frigid test? Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't get away with that these oh, days. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Spent the last few days filming in the Air Peninsula. It's just a beautiful part of the mm. world and to everyone over there, I drove back thinking some of the nicest people in the world live over there. It was just so much fun. A, a special hello to you all. Uh, but when we were driving back, we had about a 500-kilometer drive to knock over, me, my cameraman, Rusty, and Rod, who came with us. And uh, we are listening to music, as you do. Mm. And as we are driving along the plains there, I said to the boys, I said, have you ever thought about how many songs like you know the lyrics to? Like when you think about yeah. it. Like, and the songs that like everybody knows the lyrics to, like this one. Everyone listening right now, we oh, all know the words yeah, yeah. to that Coming song. Coming to Womad. Yep. Just to I, be the man. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm always amazed when I go and see a band and they obviously sing heaps of their own songs, but then they do cover songs as well. And I think to myself, how many, like I look at a Jimmy Barnes who does loads of covers. Yeah. yeah. As well, I think, how many songs do you actually, he must know thousands of songs. Mm. What about one I know, because I've got a six-year-old son, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. I know every word of that one. 
Yeah, that's it's, catchy. And it is handy. It's easy to learn when they repeat the lyrics. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, true. hey, hey, hey. The, the tricky note. one, and that is the sort of rappy breakdown bit. No one knows that. About that fella with the hella good hair. Yeah. 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 That during that part of the song, over. I stop singing and I just reflect on how many exes Taylor's had uh, during <laughs> oh, that part. Yes. Yeah, here's one for you. Stop banging on about Taylor's exes. She hasn't had any more than any other person. Hasn't she really? No. Um, during your <laughs> lifetime, you will hear between 2.5 and 4.2 million songs is this in your a, lifetime. Is this a cosy stat or is this an actual? Nope, real stat. Just Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> Although when I did Google it, the, there was a big variance. The first stat I found said 1.3 million songs. But then more accurately, it seemed to hone in around this 2.5 to 4.2. 2.5 million different songs? Nah, 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 nah. Repetitive ones. Like, oh, I don't really know, but lots. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing I want you to think about. And this is what I was talking to the boys about when I was driving back from Air Peninsula last night. I said, imagine if your brain obviously remembers all these song lyrics. Mm. Imagine if you wiped your brain of every song lyric you knew, right? Every single line, yes, every single yeah. chorus. And you replaced every single line mm. with a fact or an interesting bit of information, how smart would you be? Yeah. This is what you're talking about on your car, journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be boring, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me give you an example. Because we were driving along and I was looking at the trees and yeah. stuff. I said, for example, imagine if you wiped your brain of all the song lyrics that you know. Yes. And you replaced every line of every song that you know with an interesting fact about plants. Mm. How good a gardener would you be? Like, really, <laughs> really good. Like, best in the world. Yeah, well, yes, that's true. But I remember a lot of stuff. The songs are educational as well, though. So if you wiped all the educational songs, you learn about love through songs. You learn about Caroline's. Yeah. Plant yes. pumpkins in the mm. spring, in the uh, spring, in And my the spring. son does a lot of ABC, you know, learns his ABCs through the ABC song. True, true, yeah. true. So I was thinking all this, and about 40 Ks in Dust chatting about this, I said... It would be so good. You'd be literally the smartest person in the world. But the downside is you'd be terrible at karaoke. <laughs> You're terrible. You're really... Like you'd get up there and you'd go, um. <laughs> but what they, about like happy but, birthday? But they do at karaoke. You can read they the lyrics. the bouncing ball. Yeah. True. Yeah. What about when you go to a uh, concert and the band like stops and leaves a gap for you to sing? Yeah. And everybody <laughs> the crowd singing except for you. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you, I once, true story, took... Went to Elton John at Memorial Drive, mm. right? And took out of the cassette, Elton John cassette tape, and I took the lyrics with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So my mate, we knew it was corny, but we kind of found it funny. And we're reading the lyrics off of the insert on the cassette tape. Mate, I've seen you read as recently as today. You now you wouldn't be able to read that cassette lyrics. <laughs> oh, no way. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Now, Beck, you mentioned the $100 million Powerball oh. tonight in the news. I have been thinking about this all week. And I've bought a ticket, of course. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't buy a ticket when it's $5 because <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> but $100 million, I am all in. Mm. And we've been talking about, Kelly and I have been talking about what we do with $100 because, of mm. course, you do, mm. even though it's a one in... 60 million chance or something you win. Because if, if it is a one in 60 million chance, it's worth buying 60 million tickets, <laughs> jagging the 100 million. Ma- oh, well, yeah, if, they're one do- if it's one dollar a ticket. Um, Kelly and I have been talking about it so much that even laddies chimed in now. The six year old last night says, I know what I'd get. And we're like, Oh, yeah, what's that? He goes, I want a safe yeah. to put in my room because I'll need a safe to keep all of my money in. Like, That's right. Not a kid. <laughs> Okay, okay, sure. We'll get you a safe <laughs> if we win $100 million. In fact, you know what? You can have two. We'll yeah. get you two. I don't have a ticket. Do you have one, Cozzy? I don't have a ticket. No. Yeah. Do you want to go halves in a ticket? Oh, my God. Hey, let's get a team ticket for here. 
Yeah. Oh. Well, we, you'll know if we're not here tomorrow. <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. There's unicorns that walk amongst us here in South Australia, <laughs> and they are basically people whose name matches their suburb. Because on the radio, every radio station refers to people by name and suburb. Yeah. It's always like Steve from Paracas on the line. Mm. Um, you know, because it's nice because then the, the listener kind of goes, oh, well, they live near me and mm. whatever. There's a mm. connection. Sometimes, though, the listener has a name that matches their suburb, like it might be, for example, around the a, room. A Bert from Alberton. Mm-hmm. Bernie from Burnside. Elizabeth from Elizabeth. These people are like unicorns. And in the radio land, we love them. When they call up, we're like, wow, that is amazing. You're Marion from Marion. That blows our mind. Mm. That is why, after we've been in this industry, all of us, for more than two decades, we have decided to do this. Hi, my name is... And I'm from... Beck, Cozzy and Lemos. My name is... Party. From Blakeview, we've got who? Blake. Yay! Hey, it'll be From Andrew's farm. Good morning, Andrew. Yes! Were you named after your suburb, Andrew? No, the suburb was named after me, mate. Yeah! Here we go. Matt has called in from Birkenhead. Who do you want to take to our party? Uh, my stepdad, Pete. Pete. Pete from Peterhead. Oh. Oh. Kathy's on the line. Good morning, Kathy. What do you got for us, buddy? Smith from Smithfield Plains. Oh, yeah. Smith, okay. oh, yeah. So surname Smith from Smithfield Plains. Greg in Seaton. Yeah, g'day. I'm Greg, and my surname's Seaton, and I live in Seaton. Oh, oh, there you go. Dave in Clemsig. I've got a mate who's a fruit picker, Fijian bloke, Surrey. Yes, and where's he from? Surrey Down. Oh. Oh. Sharon in Christy Downs. Is your hubby? Yes, Chris from Christy Downs. Oh, Chris from Christy Downs. <laughs> Joanne in Manapara is your daughter. What's her name? Yes, Mel West from Manapara West. Oh, great. Oh. Let's go to the suburb of Virginia. Who am I talking to? Virginia. Oh, <laughs> we it had to happen. I just love this. Let's go to Maggie in McGill. Good morning. How are you? Oh, we knew there had to be a Maggie hiding in McGill somewhere. Let's go to Christy Downs. And who have we got? Christy. Yeah. 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 Amara in Fullerton. Who are you nominating? My sister-in-law. Her real name's Annette, but we call her Annette for short. And she lives in Netley. Oh, oh perfect. From Netley. Love it. That's, That's real niche areas too. I don't, we won't get any other nets from Netley, that's for sure. Wow. Okay. So it's happening. Great yeah, it's, list it's, it's so a, far. It's list. a wonderful list. These people are very excited. We want to add to it. We're missing a few pieces to the puzzle. One I'd love to see is Adelaide from Adelaide. Like someone that lives in Adelaide that's mm. called Adelaide. Mm. It's surely an Elizabeth from all of the Elizabeths. Yeah, we have not had thought, an Elizabeth yeah. from Elizabeth. And I would love a Glen from any one of the Glen starting. So Glen, Glen Alta, Glen Earl, Glen Unga, Glenside, etc. Yeah, Glen in Glenside would be my favourite. Uh, the party's happening next Thursday at the Peninsula Hotel. Fun, quirky, different, a pub with a twist. Victoria Road, Taparoo for the My Name Is Party. Look, if you do have one of those names, give us a call right now. 131060. If you get through and you get on air, we're going to put you straight on the list for next Thursday. You'll get a free night out. You can bring three friends, uh, free drinks, free food at the Peninsula Hotel. Can I put in a request for a Heath from Heath Pool? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah mm. that'd be nice. Heathfield. Mm. 13, 10, 60. Give us a buzz right uh, now. We've got Peter on the line. G'day, Peter. Hi, how are you going? Well, Peter, run us through your name. Where are you from? Well, it's not actually me. It's my husband, Evan, and we live in Evanston Park. Oh, Good there one. we go. Brilliant. Well done. Has it, been, has it been special for you in the past being married to Evan from Evanston Park? 
Oh, I special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you can be his plus one next Thursday night. Peter, you want to come to our My Name Is party? Yeah, I do. Thank you mm. so much. And Beck you... promises to sing the song on the night. I oh, know, you love it. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> can you please polite. tell me, can you please tell me about the first time you laid eyes on Evan from <laughs> Evanston Park? <laughs> I can, actually. Um, it was like 25 years ago or something like that. And yeah. uh, he was balancing 50 cent coins uh-huh. on top of each other at the pub because oh. servants were $4.50 back then. Right. And <laughs> he had, and he had nine. How's <laughs> <laughs> my quick maths there, Peter? Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's that's when you know he's the one, huh? Yeah. When he's balancing right. 50 cent coins on the bar, <laughs> Evan from Evanston Park is the guy. It oh, I'm is. excited to make that's this the one for famous me. Evan. It's a beautiful love story, Peter. Thank you. We'll see you at our party next week. Get that Adelaide feeling with Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Well, the whole world wants to know what's so good about Olivia Wilde's salad dressing that it managed to woo one of the most eligible bachelors in the world, I think it's fair to say, in Harry Styles. And Jason Snakers knew the relationship with Olivia Wilde was over mm. when he saw her taking the salad and the salad dressing to Harry Styles' house. Yeah, he house. texted yeah. the nanny, she's gone and she's taken her salad and the salad dressing well, to him. It. Which she yeah. made the salad dressing, did yeah, she? Yeah, it was her special recipe. Wow. So we found what we thought was as close to possible uh, as the recipe. Good words, Rebecca. Uh, mustard, uh, honey, red wine vinegar, a bit of garlic. Uh, and I made it yesterday um, with the help of my kitchen assistant, uh, Limo. The mm. video is up on our socials if mm. you want to see it. Anyway, unfortunately... It it got made the lettuce a bit limp overnight, yeah. but I have a little sample in front of you to try. Right. It tasted go. quite good yesterday. I did have some yesterday. I got to say, Cozzy, you're not going to try it. You have oh, no, to I've, just have an olive. No food uh, allergies. Like I can't eat yeah. salad. It's <laughs> allergic just to salad. Try, just try the. Oh, I can't look at the, the, the lettuce is all brown. Yeah, it the lettuce is not great. Try an it's olive because you. Oh, stick your finger in the dressing at least. I haven't had an olive my whole life. I don't, mm. I don't think now. Stick your finger in this dressing just so you get a feel for it. I got to say. That is a very strong dressing. Too much garlic, I think. Anyway. Mm, not bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Beck. What are you doing after the show? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what watermelon sugar's been about? Mm, mm, anyway. Yeah. That's a, oh, look, I can see. I understand now. Yeah, okay. it all makes sense. Mm. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Beck, Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Jason Sudeikis of Ted Lasso fans. La- lasso? Lasso. Ted Lasso. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old Western from the 50s. Ted Lasso. That's his name. I'm like, guys, I'm all over this story. It stuffs up the first name out of her mouth. Uh, his wife, Olivia Wilde, left him for Harry Styles. He knew the marriage was over mm. when she left, taking her salad and her famous salad dressing that she prepared for the family. They got kids. Yeah. Oh, that's even sad. Two kids. Yeah. Are they six and eight, eight and ten? I mean, they're going to get free tickets to Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. True. The kids get to meet Harry Styles. Kids. It's massive. Yeah. That's a pretty cool stepdad, <laughs> oh. isn't it? Oh. It's Harry I mean, it, and then you're like, do, do I only get to go every second weekend? Yeah. 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 There is a silver lining here. <laughs> Honestly, I said this yet the other day. Like, if I found out my wife was hooking up with Harry Styles, Big part of me would be pumped for her and, and for me. You're like, how cool. Hey, Tomo, guess what? Sam's cheating on me. What? Yeah, but with Harry Styles. <laughs> All right, so we want to know, she took the salad and the salad dressing. What did you take in the breakup? What, when you walked out, said, but I'm taking oh. this. Yeah. It's like in Jerry Maguire. I'm taking the goldfish. 
Oh, right. Remember? I've th- yeah, yes, yes, I do remember that. But I, I don't think I've ever taken anything in a mm. relationship. And I can't remember anyone ever really making a point of taking, taking anything. anything from me either. Mm. Back the... in the early days, I, n- I never had any stuff. No, there was no, nothing no. to take. I never had. Really? You were just a drifter. It'd oh, be, well, I was. It'd be yeah. the, the dog is what I'd try and yeah, leave with now. I'm taking it. the dog. It'd be very hard when you split up and you have to share an animal. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. It's supposed to be lighthearted. Uh, Belinda <laughs> in Happy Valley, what did you take in the breakup? I took the Weber. Oh, oh did you? Oh. How come? I've never used the Weber, but I took the Weber because he took the ironing board because he said I would never take the ironing board. So I took the Weber. Never oh, right. Oh. And did he hate the fact that you took the Weber, Belinda? Oh, yeah. Oh, very. Oh, and was that a, so did that feel like a real victory for you? It was a principal thing. Yeah. Yes. I was pretty yeah. happy. That's so spiteful. So was he trying to imply that you never did the ironing, therefore I you wouldn't miss the, the ironing? I used to do the ironing until I found out he used to take the clothes off and leave them on the floor. So I stopped doing the ironing. Mm. I stopped doing his washing unless it was in the washing basket. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he took the ironing board. I kept the Weber. Uh, uh, did he so... move on and get another Weber, Belinda, or he <laughs> he stayed Weberless? He probably got a better one. But... Oh, no. All right, Belinda. You're better off without him, yeah. Are you, yeah. are you friends now, mate, after the years have gone by? Uh, not now that the kids have all grown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, good luck, mate. Uh, good on you, though, Belinda. I like it. That's the zone we're looking at. Haley in Upper Hermitage. What did you take in the breakup? Uh, my hus- ex-husband's Teen Wolf outfit. Oh, <laughs> so good. Did you? So tell, us, good. tell us more, Haley. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I packed all of his stuff up and yep. put it in a quilt and uh, brought it out to him, and I purposely left that one out. So you know. Well, to... well, can we just back up a little bit? You packed up all his stuff and you put it in a quilt, and he was waiting out the front. Oh, he wasn't waiting out the front. He was in yeah. the house, but uh, yeah. But I made sure I left that there, so I had a, you know, it's got like a pleather jacket, a big wig. And Haley, was he particularly in love with that Teen Wolf outfit? He Oof. did really like it, but I loved it. So I wanted it. When you wear it nowadays, I guess Halloween is when? Monday? Uh, do you think of him still? <laughs> uh, yes. When I see it and I pull it out, mm. I do. Mm. And I, yeah. But and when, do you, do, when my, you put it on, do you think of the good times or the bad times? Oh, the good times. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> good on you, Hayley. And more importantly, you've got the Teen Wolf outfit. Well Wolf, done. It's got an L in it. Wolf. It's Teen Wolf. Uh, Rebecca <laughs> <laughs> in Salisbury Downs, what did you take in the breakup? <laughs> Um, I took the TV remote. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that's just messing with his head areas. Oh. Tell us how it all went down. Um, well, look, it was a whole debacle thing involving cheating and everything like that. Um, but all he actually used to do was sit there and watch TV. Um, so I figured the best thing that I could do to get him back after he took my birth certificate was to take the remote. Oh, <laughs> superb. Jane in Happy in Hope Valley. What did you take in the breakup? I took the DeLonghi coffee machine. Oh, uh, right. Now, was this a topic of like contention between you and your ex-partner? Like, Did you discuss you taking it? Uh, no, I just said I'm taking it. Yeah. Was he particularly in love with it, Joan? Yes, he was. Oh, yeah. so did that make it feel like a victory when you got it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well done. <laughs> well done. And do you, how, do you smile when you use it every day now, Joan? Yeah, it died a couple of years oh, ago, but, okay. but we had it for about 15 years, so it did well. There you go. Right. Here we go. Thank you, Jane. See, that's we, 
What we, we're talking about? We had Jacqueline call in. She took uh, her partner's hair product mm. because she liked it more than her hair <laughs> spray. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. That'll show him. That's mm. no, it's a nice way to feel good in a breakup. To just nab that little I would want to take everything in our house. Oh, all because I cho- like I chose it all. <laughs> you too, yeah. So I'd be like, well, don't don't take that table. Look, are you, actually, you're just assuming that you would be the one to go, look, because we're splitting up, I'll move out. <laughs> you stay here in the house, in the family home. I'll move out. Have you been reading my diary? <laughs> Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Oh, Cozzy. Now, uh, I just need to check that you're okay. This mm. next news may be distressing for you. Go on. Uh, I'm ready for it. And I want you to be okay. Do I need um, a support person? You may. You be, um, I, I, I'm here for you. Thank you. I'm here for you. We've seen some pretty horrendous flooding, uh, mm. and our thoughts go to those communities. But uh, those uh, rainfalls have impacted um, potato crops. Uh-huh. Now, we have heard that hot chips have been affected. KFC had a shortage. Yeah. Uh, it's now perhaps... The humble potato chip, your Smiths, you know, your salt and vinegar, your, um, is that, is that Smiths now saying they've just yep, got a new they've just sent a message through. Yeah. Uh, it says we're cooked. Twisties, burger uh, rings, tubes. Tubes. No. Yeah. Um, Are might, impacted by this as well? I think the cheesel is okay. Uh, the cheesel is okay. Okay. Gosh. Thank God for that. Well, okay. So there's a chip shortage in uh, South Australia and across the country. Yes. And, you know, you guys are reeling and uh, you think I'm right about it. Poof. Not really. What? Look who's laughing now. Who's been carb loading for the last five years? <laughs> yeah. I'm like a polar bear going in the summer. Five or years. Or winter. Five years? <laughs> Sorry, since grade five. Okay. You are okay. a human potato. But <laughs> we. <laughs> what a compliment. Yeah. Well, like a couch potato. I call my children potatoes sometimes. Just let yeah. me do the so fat, fat gags, please. You're so sweet. Look at my little potatoes. I know. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. being a potato. No, get off the couch. Right. How does this does this impact Mr. Potato Head at all, I wonder? Oh. Well, the shortage has got that bad. He's been eaten. <laughs> He's gone. How much would you pay for a packet of chips yeah. made out of Mr. Potato oh, Head? Priceless. <laughs> uh, you get that packet. Do you eat them or do you just hang on to them? Oh, I think you hang on to them, don't you? Yeah. It's, it's only going to appreciate in value. <laughs> What's in that bag on the... <laughs> Above the fireplace. Ah. In hindsight, should have we done the chip sandwich oh. night? Oh. You know, we took a lot yeah. of chips out we of the market. We had so many chips. Yeah. We took those chips for granted. We yeah. did. Remember, we were just giving them away when we were walking home. We gave it to a lady at a bus stop. Mm-hmm. We were throwing chips out like the supply would never end. Yeah. And oh. here we are today. So I don't know what this means uh, oh. moving forward. But ration your chips Yeah, is what I'm going to say. Limit yep. yourself to, I don't know, what are you, how many chips per day? What costs? How many chips per day? Oh, well, I think three per day is fine for three the packets. Oh, uh, no, just chips now with the shortage. Once you yeah. open the packet, they go stale. Yeah, though. true. Yeah, yeah. you got to knock them off well, straight and, away. And, you know, like I've always said, well, like the bumper sticker on my car says, when the chips are down, keep smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like, just keep smiling through it. Maybe you could turn to the chips that my wife started to buy those. What are they? Oh. It's like broccoli made into oh, a chip. Uh, what about oh. a pea crisp? I love a pea crisp. I think they're the ones that look like a penne pasta. Yes. Yeah, oh, she this, buys them too. They're this, great. This could be a our future. pea and lentil crisp. Mm. I've been trying to get you on board with those for years. It might be finally our time. It might be time to just give up chips altogether. Mm. <laughs> no, I think if that's the case. Anyway, our thoughts with everyone out yeah, there uh, at this difficult time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and look, don't do what you did with toilet paper. Oh, yeah, don't. Don't go, and, don't go and panic buy chips now. Wipe your ass with chips. <laughs> <laughs> That funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. This is breaking news.
Okay, Rebecca Morse reads out song lyrics. Your job is to identify those songs by title and artist. Yeah, so basically, Limo and I get to sit back and relax and have a sip of tea or <laughs> dine on our berries while the people are competing to guess the songs. Um, Martika from Newton and Helen from Golden Grove, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, it's a very tough competition. I'll hand you over to Beck and she can have a crack at it. Here we go. This just in. I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20. Matika? Matika, yes. Uh, Macklemore. Um, oh, oh, Three, um, two, oh, no. one. one. Oh, no. No. Helen? Yeah, Macklemore Thrift Shop. No. Oh, yeah. Coming to Friday's Live. That's it. Uh, Helen, if you get this next one, you win Martiki. You need this okay. one to stay in the game. Sure. This just in. The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends at the table. Martika. Uh, Martika, yes. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Oh, well done. Good guess. All right. Okay, uh, whoever gets this one wins. But if you guess and get it wrong, the other person will take it out. Good luck. This just in. I don't mind spending every day out on your corner in the pouring rain. Look for the girl with the broken smile. Ask her if she wants to stay a while. <laughs> and she will be loved. Matika? Uh, Matika, <laughs> yes. Maroon 5, she'll be loved. Yeah, yeah, Matika, well, well done. Well done, buddy. Oh, well done, Matika. Two yours. What was Matika's big hit from the 80s? Um, Toy Soldiers. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> How many times have you been asked that in your life? <laughs> Get that Adelaide feeling with Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. What's hot on the talk? That's some TikTok. Oh, we try and get across TikTok because it's what all the kids are doing. An update on my personal TikTok uh, journey: I've lost twenty followers. How did that happen? I'm now at eighty. <laughs> Well, so people have abandoned you. They've abandoned me, and I haven't even really. I've posted three things. What was your oh. last post? Uh, it was something about grammar. <laughs> oh, I, okay. see. I don't know whether people enjoy people getting corrected on their grammar. I'm surprised you've still got 80. <laughs> mm. All right. But we do like to keep an eye on what's happening on the talk. Uh, basically, a couple revealing that when they can't decide where to go on holidays, they play this cute little game. So basically, we each pick three places. One has to be within six hours of driving from our house. One has to be within the country or Canada. And the third has to be international. And we put all six into a hat, but today we're gonna actually do, actually do a beer glass because we're having dinner at the brewery. Cute. And we pick them out one by one. We don't know what each other picked. And whichever the last one standing is is where we go on our trip to. Oh no, it's freaking London, I already know. No, it, it ain't. <laughs> Spain, baby. Obviously, mm, money's gosh. not an object. Wow. Money's not an issue. <laughs> just so just to recap, they put three suggestions in each, each and they draw them out. The last one standing is where they go. Yeah. And it was Spain. That sounds annoying. And that, I just know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fun game, but I know how that had ended in my house. Mm-hmm. No matter where it ended, we'd go where Exactly. <laughs> totally. To go. Hang on, you got her on the caravan trip. Surely oh, that wasn't Oh, she'll make idea. you believe that. That was a joint decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, never happen again. Okay, a dad has revealed on TikTok at best dad 
underscore CEO that he ba- makes his own burgers and he has basically kept wrappers from Macca's oh. from Happy Meals and then he makes the burger at home. Oh, really? And he wraps it. His kids are young. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, and then he puts it in the wrapper and hands it over and the kids are none the wiser. They I think they're s- eating Macca's. Oh, man, I am so doing this. Yeah. yeah. Could you be bothered? Mm, that is, <laughs> oh, no. It was like one day yeah, someone okay. gave me a, a bag of the chocolate sundae mix out of from Macca's. Oh, yeah. And I made my own sundaes at home and it was like I was the king. I made my own drive-through in the garage, and that was so you had, but that was actual Macca's mix. Yeah, that with you normal had. ice cream. Wow. I think Macca's put something in their burgers in the in the bread. Well, that that's a big it, accusation, mate. No, there, there gives, are lots of sugar. No, the I'm not saying they're bad thing, but it gives it extra flavour. Like, yeah, yeah Laddie soft. eats them, and he's like, he's on, he's on a high. <laughs> they're soft and sugary. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I can get away with that. We'll do it, and we'll put it on TikTok. That's my. I'll put it on my TikTok (laughs) instead of grammar. Get you back up to 120 followers. Get back to 100. Back, Cosy and Lemo. SAFM.